At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. College basketball tournament action, you have to love it. Visa and tonight, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans are at the Circus Sportsbook. Downtown Las Vegas, three hours of mostly college hoops talk. And Wes Reynolds, are you fired up tonight? Because um, we got some good games going on, including the West Coast Conference Final between St. Mary's and Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we absolutely do. About to get started here. Of course, this is a pace game. Slower pace will favor St. Mary's. Uh, faster pace going to favor Gonzaga. Gonzaga, I thought in the second in the second game, St. Mary's actually controlled the pace, but mm-hmm. the Zags didn't allow transition buckets. Only gave up ten the whole game. Uh, you know and. Uh, Gonzaga, I mean, they're going to try to do those Timmy post-ups, I think, and they certainly worked well second game. But uh, Aiden Mahaney manages the hard hedge, moves the ball, gets a lot of open layups, a lot of high pick and roll. So that's what Gonzaga, I think, really struggled with in the first meeting. But the second time around, Mark Few made a nice adjustment, I think, that that three-quarter court trapping press. St. Mary's didn't know what to do with it in the first half. Gonzaga actually pressed for a little over half the game. So you'd expect... Randy Bennett's going to make the adjustments uh, second time around. Uh, two very good coaches playing a chess match with each other. I believe it's going to tip off at 6.05 Pacific. So starting to see a little bit of movement actually on the over. Um, seeing as high as 141 in the market. There's some 140 and a halves, also some 140s out there. Pretty much Gonzaga consensus minus two and a half point favorite is what it looks like it's going to go off at as uh, both these teams obviously in the tournament. So I think maybe this is getting bet to the over because it's like, okay, this doesn't really matter. It does matter. I mean, it's a tournament championship, but Mm -hmm. still these two team seeds, I think are pretty well set uh, where they're going to be in the NCAA tournament. So 
maybe it is happy action fun time. I, I'm not going to follow that, though. I'm going to wait to go in-game. I don't know if you have a pre-flop bet on this one. I did bet Gonzaga minus 120 to win this tournament before it started, so that's what I got working tonight. It's not a big bet, but uh, I did play Gonzaga on another uh, money line parlay tonight. I was talking with Mitch Moss and Paul Howard early this morning on their show, Follow the Money, and at that point, Gonzaga was a three-and-a-half-point favorite in the mm-hmm. market, and I thought that was too high. Yeah. So I said, if I were going to play the Zags, I would not lay more than three, and I thought Sharp Money was going to show up at three-and-a-half, especially if it hit four on St. Mary's. Now, I'm not as high as a lot of people are on St. Mary's, and when I say a lot of people, I'm including Ken Pomeroy and his ratings. Mm-hmm. St. Mary's is number seven right. in the Ken Palm ratings, and I respect Randy Bennett tremendously as a coach. But I don't think St. Mary's is a top ten team. Too limited offensively, in my estimation. And I respect Mr. Pomeroy and his rankings, yeah. but I think if you notice on this, and I think that this is a fair point to point out, he tends to value, I think, these teams with these good defenses that are like slower paced teams. That's why you always see like Virginia yep. rated really high. That's always why you see Wisconsin rated really high, and that's why you always see St. Mary's. I mean, the one thing sometimes Ken Palm doesn't account for is athleticism. Because, I mean, this is all math and this is all numbers, but that's where your eyeballs have to kind of tell you the story here. And, look, St. Mary's a very skilled team and a very smart and well-coached team. I think even this Gonzaga team that's a little bit down on athleticism, probably the more athletic bunch for sure. All right, do you have a play on this, side or total? I do not. I'm probably going to uh, to go in-game uh, because I've got some early action pending, and I know you do too. Uh, yes, I've also got Notre Dame plus seven working right now. Did you end up uh, I did. landing on the Irish? So what's happened here at the end of this game? Let's uh, recap a little bit. ACC tournament first round. Notre Dame is seven-point favorite. We talked about this on the show last night. You said you were likely going to be on the Irish. I played the Irish here and uh, talked about that one too with Mitch and Paul this morning. I wasn't overconfident in this game, Wes, because I thought either Notre Dame was going to show up with a big effort and uh, – probably win this game or mm-hmm. you know it'd be the, the trend that the Irish have followed most of the season fight hard lose a close one and uh, that's it looks like that's what might happen here Notre Dame led 64 uh, I think 64 63 Virginia Tech has just uh, had a bucket and a free throw to take a 67 64 lead with 9.8 seconds left so the Irish still have a shot here mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see what happens in terms of strategy because if uh, you're tech, what you want to do is if the clock gets under five seconds, you want to foul. You don't want to let Notre Dame get off a potential tying three-pointer. Yeah. No, you absolutely do not. Uh, meanwhile, let me get it while we're waiting for that to yeah, come back in progress. Uh, let me update on the Horizon League. I have the under here at 128.5. It is 63-61. to 61. They are currently reviewing the clock in Indianapolis. Looks like they may put two or three tenths back up there. It is 63 to 61. Cleveland State hits a three. I have Northern Kentucky also in the back end of a money line parlay. Guess what the line closed? Two and a half, Northern Kentucky. As Cleveland State makes a three, they were down five, now down two. They did not put any time back on the clock, by the way, here. So we'll see if they call a foul or can give one. You can't get a shot off in two tenths of a second. Yeah, Northern Kentucky has the ball, so Cleveland State has to foul. Now, do they say that it's over and they got the foul? That's what they're going to do. The Northern Kentucky Norse oh, are going to be going here. to the NCAA tournament, 63 to 61. I know you've been high on this team. Veteran team. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, 
this was a uh, this was a game where both teams I think really struggled to score. It's been a good game though. It's been uh, well played defensively. So sixty three to sixty one, your final score. Northern Kentucky, the four seed, the Norse from Highland Heights, Kentucky. Yeah, that could be a dangerous team yeah. when you get in the big tournament. Yeah, Highland Heights, Kentucky, just across from the Ohio River in Cincinnati. So they are going to the NCAA tournament. Fairleigh Dickinson is also going. So this result doesn't matter from that standpoint. But twenty seconds and counting now, all tied at sixty six between. Fairly Dickinson and Merrimack in the NEC final. Merrimack, by the way, closed four, four-and-a-half-point favorites. Got a three-point miss from the corner. And what do we got, a foul on the rebound anyway? I can't quite tell I believe I believe that we do. And, and, and just to refresh that really quickly, Merrimack, of course, cannot go to the NCAA tournament. They won the I, regular I, I'm season. I'm so sick of this rule. I, I, can't, I can't even stand that we have to we have to repeat this every year. Like, yeah, it's a three it was a three or four year transition to Division One. Yeah, it's the same thing that happened to Bellarmine last yeah. year in the A Sun when they went ahead and won the conference tournament. But look, you had two motivated teams. Credit Fairleigh Dickinson. I think people thought, hey, they're not going to be motivated. They're already going to the NCAA tournament. You know, no, you want to win a conference championship. You want to win it the right way. So I didn't, they weren't going to they weren't going to lay down here but there is a foul called 8.3 seconds left to go Merrimack at the line all tied at 66 total closed uh 138 138 and a half so you're probably going to need ot if you have the over Merrimack uh, i believe four four and a half at the close sean king i believe has Merrimack in this game mm-hmm. so anyway what we were talking about with the uh, previous game northern kentucky a two and a half point favor you and i have a similar philosophy on this i don't like to lay points at all yeah. And if I'm playing a small favorite, I'm most likely going to bet the money line and not lay the points. If you had laid the two and a half, yeah. you would have been burned. That would be a loss. Instead, you got a winner with Northern And Kentucky. I know not every game comes down to right. that. So I know I know the math and all that stuff. But, you know, in, in these games this time of year, when these numbers are so tight and these guys are already, already caught up, oh, boy, you do not. Oh, wow. wow. And, and let me interrupt my thought there. Virginia Tech, 67-64 winner over Notre Dame. The Irish inbounded the ball with 1.9 seconds left. And a pump fake from three got the defender to bite. He flew by. I think it was Nate Lashevsky had a look from about 23 feet, and it bounced off the rim at the buzzer, and that's the end of the Mike Bray era at Notre Dame. Yes, it is. So uh, they will uh, depart Greensboro, defeated Virginia Tech, does survive in advance, and so does Merrimack. They don't advance, but they survive. They win 67-66, a clean sweep of the Northeast Conference regular season and postseason. Does that put Merrimack in the NIT? Uh, I'm not sure. if i got to check to see if they are eligible. I think it should. I, I think they could. I don't know if they get in the CBI or, or how yeah, that's, that works. That's brutal. But if you win a conference tournament championship, you're the one seed, you win the tournament, and you you don't get a postseason invite because yeah. of that stupid transition yeah, to Division I, 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 Yeah, I don't, I, don't know. I don't like this rule, and I, 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 I feel bad for those kids. Now, that's they do nonsense. at least get to win a championship on their own home floor, right. and that's a very that's a very good thing, but... Yeah, very disappointing, uh, you know, I, I think for those kids because you want to play in the NCAA tournament. Look at this one more time. Now, I, I think Virginia Tech, it was so tight there, you can't really foul Lashevsky because he might have been in the act of shooting. Uh, but that's your best player, and he got a pretty good look from three. If you're Mike Bray, you can live with that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, Mike Bray, uh, where he goes next, we don't know. Now, he says wow, he is not done great. coaching. So I think my I could see Mike Bray somewhere maybe in like an Ivy League school or oh, like sure. Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, you know, where 
your goal is just to get to the NCAA tournament, a lot less pressure, a lot less to deal with in recruiting. So, well, I mean, when you go 11 and 21 at Notre Dame and 3 yeah. and 18 in the ACC, it's just time to turn the page. It, it, it's, time, it's time yeah. for a change, I think, for both for both for Mike Bray and for Notre Dame. And uh, that is what coach. they were going. Yeah, you absolutely can. You know what I would like to see is Mike Bray end up in a place like Georgetown, try to turn that around. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I thought he might have went to George Washington uh, last year, but Chris Caputo got the job. If Mike Bray would have left last year, he probably would have up at GW but at a place like that in the Northeast where he's based of course he coached at Delaware former Duke assistant uh, and then coached at Delaware I think he's the old Liege Martin Inglesby is now the coach there at Delaware his former player so we'll see where Mike Bray does end up but Notre Dame uh, their season ends tonight all right St. Mary's Gonzaga West Coast Conference Championship underway at the Orleans Arena here in Las Vegas Gonzaga closed a two and a half point favorite total of 141 and one minute, 30 seconds into the game, Drew Timmy picks up his first foul, an offensive foul in the lane, and we're scoreless. Uh, Wes, not a math major, but I think this is on an underpace. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, and look, uh, these two teams are going to play. <sighs> I, that's why I didn't follow the move on the over. And look, it could still go over plenty of time, but it's like – these two teams are going to want to win. This yeah. is one-to-one. This is a rubber match. I don't think this is going to be lazy defense on either side. No, I don't either. 141, the total, it's scoreless over two minutes into the game at Orleans Arena. A quick break. Uh, we have a star-studded guest lineup for you tonight. Stay tuned. We'll talk about that next here on v tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indul- your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. 
For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, welcome back to segment of Vsin tonight. It is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're seeking, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com at zyn.com today. And warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. All right, back here at VEASAN tonight, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, Tim Brando of Fox Sports joins us now. I made the trek out from Louisiana to New York for the Big East Tournament. Uh, Tim, how you doing tonight? Are you ready for a wide-open conference tournament that tips off in the morning? I'm, I'm ready for the madness to begin, and I really do believe that it begins with the conference tournaments, Matt and Wes. I do, I think. Uh, the NCAA tournament is going to be, uh, in many ways, uh, an explosion because so many of these teams in the conferences are tired of playing one another. Okay, so, uh, yeah, there's an automatic bid at stake, but in most of the leagues that we're talking about at the Power 6 level in college basketball, uh, most of the teams that, that are at larges know they're at larges. Some are on the bubble, but most of them know whether they're in or not. And I think that um, winning a conference tournament uh, and, and having a sense of desperation is going to help a lot of these teams. And for that reason, I'm going to tell you, I think I see some bid stealers even in the big leagues. I, I see teams that otherwise would not be in the NCAA tournament being in it because of uh, surprising people and coming away with huge upsets in major conference basketball tournaments this weekend. And then uh, next week, uh, when we, we see the tournament open up and teams are playing, you know, uh, against uh, clubs outside their leagues, 
uh, I think then you're going to see an offensive explosion because so many of these teams now are going to be playing one another for a third time. Mm-hmm. So I think it, uh, for your betting public out there, and I know that's the business you guys in the desert are in, uh, almost in every occasion, I think you should take the under, and I think you should lean towards the underdog. Tim, uh, speaking of potential bid stealers, I'm wondering if you're going to see one in New York in Madison Square Garden. Looks like five teams in the Big East pretty much settled. Marquette, UConn, Providence, Xavier Creighton, they're all going to be in the field of 68. And then there's that six seed, Villanova, who's going to be the late night game tomorrow in the Garden. Uh We kind of figured Villanova was going to play better in February once Justin Moore got healthy, and they certainly went six and two even with a bad loss to UConn at home in the finale do you think Villanova has enough based on you've seen them and done a few of their games? Do you think they have enough to win four games in four days? Yes. Yes. And uh, before you say to me, really? Okay. Because some people might, uh, I urge you to look back at 2021 and how Patrick Ewing got a contract extension uh, that, that gives him an $18 million buyout right now. It's because his team won four straight games and it had a horrible regular season. Um, you know, and, and that team that won it now, they had some good players on it. Donald Carey was a really good player. Uh, Kudus Wahab was playing at a higher level. Why he left to go to Maryland for one year and then came back. I have no idea, but there were really good players on that team, but they had had a tough season and, uh, no one, I mean, no one gave them a chance, uh, to win at Madison square garden. And that was the year, of course, when we had no fans, uh, at the games post COVID, after we'd had the COVID season in 2020. Villanova, with, with Justin Moore, with Justin Moore, makes Cam Whitmore the kind of player that we all uh, deemed him to be. But we did not see until mid-February. Uh, Justin Moore will get Whitmore the ball where he wants it, when he wants it. And I think it, it it's really helpful to uh, Kyle Neptune to see a guy uh, you know that, that is that good playing at that high of a level uh, a player like Daniels, by example, the, the transfer from Tulane, he had been at the top of everybody's scouting report. Caleb Daniels was really the, the, the number one guy to stop in that offense, averaging 14 and a half and four and a half boards per game. And now he's like the third guy on the scouting report. So just having that addition is very beneficial And uh, if Eric Dixon can give them the kind of play uh, that I've seen him capable of giving, I mean, he had a career high 31 uh, in a game that I had very recently, just a week ago. And uh, they just destroyed. I mean, just absolutely uh, took apart uh, uh, a team that I thought was, was really, really good. Creighton. I mean, they absolutely dismantled Creighton in that game. If he can play to that uh, ability, I'm not saying he's going to get 31 or 28 every night, but if he can give them some early buckets, uh, I think Villanova, they should be fine against Georgetown tomorrow. Uh, I love the matchup that they get in the next round. And uh, I think for Marquette, being a top seed in this tournament for the first time is going to be a a new place for them. And uh, the game does slow down a little bit when you play in the conference tournament and you're already the reigning champion. So, uh, I like Villanova. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm picking Villanova to win the Big East tournament oh, okay. and, steal a bid. and steal a bid. Villanova's won the Big East tournament five of the past seven years, Wes. I know. Isn't it amazing yeah. to say that yeah. they're the bid stealer here? They're the dark yeah. horse. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, uh, Tim, uh, looking uh, in terms of staying in the Big East, uh, besides from Villanova, and who you like in the tournament, obviously we don't know what the draw is, but you've seen these teams over and over again pretty much all Big East season. What would be the team, if you were to say, if we were to ask Tim Brando, which Big East team is going furthest in the NCAA tournament? Two teams. I'd, 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 I'd call them uh, 1A and 1B. I, I think the teams that teams that don't struggle to score, okay, uh, are the teams that I really like. Uh, Marquette, on occasion, might struggle to score. Now, Marquette had the best season. Uh, Shaka Smart is the coach of the year. Uh, Kolick, in my opinion, uh, Tyler Kolick is the uh, player of the year in the Big East. But the two teams that struggle the least to score the ball, and I think the hardest thing to do in the college game today is score the ball on a consistent basis. They're, those teams are UConn and Xavier. Uh, Xavier's got all kinds of answers offensively. And, of course, they have been without, as you guys well know, uh, Fremantle for mm-hmm. the last month. Uh, they get Zach Fremantle back. I, I'm not sure that that might – whether that's a positive or not. I mean, you know, getting him back into the team element and getting chemistry going with him is a very fragile thing to try to pull off uh, this late into a season. But with Kobe Jones uh, as as the second option from an offensive standpoint uh, for that team, and you add, of course, uh, the big-time answers that they have at so many other places on the floor, including Nunji, who's been an outpitch in the post pattern uh, in the post area of the of the offense. Those 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 guys are really strong. Uh, I think Xavier and UConn uh, are the teams to really keep an eye on in the NCAA's. UConn's got, I think, the best starting time, and I think they have the most answers coming off their bench. They have more options that can help them. Uh, I mean, there are some games when Donovan Klingon, the freshman 7-2 uh, player, is actually the better the better guy to have on the floor than Adama Sinogo, who you know was the preseason Big East Player of the Year. Uh, and Hawkins has been their leader of late. Uh, and, and I think that at the beginning of the season – that was a guy that you probably thought, well, he's maybe the uh, the second or third option uh, from an offensive standpoint. So those are the two teams. I, I don't think anyone wants to see uh, Connecticut uh, with Jordan Hawkins playing at a high level. And lately, that's exactly what he's done. He's averaging 16 and a half. Uh, he's shooting about 40% from three. Uh, and like so many really good players, if you start fouling him late, he's going to get to the free throw line and knock down shots. So those are the two teams out of the Big East. It's a little bit like when you look at the Big Ten, I think it's a similar. The only difference between the Big Ten, the Big 12, and the Big East is the number of teams in the league because the league itself is really good. Uh, the teams on the back end, Seton Hall, who struggled to score, they can beat you on any given night. Um, St. John's is a team that I think is very dangerous. Uh, in this tournament. I know it seems like we say that every year, but I really believe it. Uh, And by the way, they're sitting on the side of the bracket with Marquette. If St. John's wins tomorrow, they're going to advance to play Marquette. I look back at the games that they played with Marquette. Uh, They played them tough just recently within the last week. The last time they played, they only lost by two at Marquette. So let me just tell you, this is going to be a wild and woolly tournament. And the Big East uh, is, without question, the third best league in America. And the only reason I wouldn't put them 
in a tie for second or first is because they don't have as many teams in their league as the Big 12 and the Big 10 does. That's Tim Brando, Fox Sports commentator. Tim, can you hang on a couple minutes? i got two more things I want to ask you. We're going to run up against a break here. Is that okay? No problem. Happy to do it, man. All right. Great to talk with Tim Brando tonight. we got more coming up next. Stay tuned. We'll be back here in a couple minutes on uh, VSIN tonight. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, thanks for the introduction, Brent Musburger. We're back with Tim Brando of Fox Sports, about ready to call the Big East Basketball Tournament. Three games on Wednesday, and Tim, you're going to see some great basketball out at the Garden. UConn, the favorite. I want to ask you, how significant is the Garden for UConn? Because it's not a home court advantage, but I do think it's a quasi-home court for UConn. What do you think? Well, Donnie Marshall, as you know, works a lot of games with me. Mm-hmm. He'll be our studio coverage uh, for the tournament. I'm going to be working with Raft, Bill Raftery, all day tomorrow and with Jimmy Jackson uh, on Thursday in the quarters before I uh, yield to my man Gus Johnson and Jimmy for the rest of the way. I, I believe that after Gamble Pavilion, the best home court for UConn is the Garden. It's even better than the XL Center in Hartford. Yeah. <laughs> so. They love that place. Uh, they also have a strong media throng that follows them, as you well know. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, in terms of opponents, uh, in the in the quarterfinal round, another team that got a bye, because uh, the top five teams do, is Providence. And Ed Cooley's team is coming off an embarrassing performance at home that I saw with my own eyes. Donnie and I had it, and, and uh, Seton Hall absolutely dismantled them. Were, they were up by as many as 29 and 30 points at the end of that game. The Friars fans love coming to the Garden, and they, uh, they're they a smaller contingent, yes, than UConn, but that fan base is incredibly loyal and incredibly loud. And I think that that setting, and you know, uh, Matt, that's what makes the Big East tournament now, I think, the, the without question, the best tournament to watch prior to the NCAAs because the garden is magical. Mm-hmm. The teams are all there, regardless of whether they know they're in the NCAAs or not. They get caught up in the building. You can just see it in their eyes. Um, playing on, on this hallowed uh, court with so much history is something that their, you know, their parents, their guardians, their grandparents, whatever, have told them about, and they give their all. And I think that uh, uh, the Thursday quarterfinal daytime session that uh, Jim and I will have will be off the charts good with both Providence and UConn. And then I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I think St. John's will uh, win their game tomorrow and and they will beat DePaul and then therefore go on to play uh, Marquette uh, in the, in the next round. And and they match up so well with Marquette, only losing by two in their last game in Milwaukee. 
Tim, I know you're focused mainly on your games tomorrow with the Big East, but I know you're going to have one eye a little bit on the SEC, where I first uh, heard of Tim Brando. He did the SEC games with one Joe Dean Jr., a little string music uh, down there on Jefferson Pilot. And uh, I know you've got your eye on the SEC, and obviously Alabama, the number one seed in the SEC tournament. They win the regular season, but ever since everything has come out, all all the recent news... You know, they've struggled a little bit, Tim. They haven't been blowing teams out. Uh, do you do you worry about their focus as they get into March? They're probably still going to be a number one seed, you would think, on the one line next Sunday. Yeah, no. And who wouldn't, by the way, be distracted? Um, I mean, in defense of uh, the teammates of Brandon Miller, who wouldn't be? And, and Miller especially, I would think, would be uh, distracted. It's really unfortunate that uh, at every level of leadership at Alabama, uh, the people in charge failed to lead. Uh, The president didn't lead. The athletic director didn't inform his coach. His coach was left out there hanging and uh, and looked awfully bad uh, in several press conferences uh, back, you know, one after the other after the other. And and I think as the stage gets bigger moving forward for Alabama, uh, it's only going to amp up the meter on pressure and the, the, the level of distractions. So it's really a shame because uh, uh, Oates has done a really good job. I think he's a solid coach. Uh, he and every other uh, person at Alabama in a position of power failed over the last five weeks uh, in not coming forward and not dealing with this and getting out ahead of it. But, but I, you know, th- to me, they are the most vulnerable of the number ones. Uh, even before we know who the number ones are, okay, because uh, they are a uh, incredibly gifted and talented team, but they're all they're all they they rely heavily on players that have futures beyond college, and I think that only puts them in a more difficult spot in terms of holding the attention level uh, to where it needs to be in order to be successful when you're in a one and done tournament. Tim, we're to talk about the one and done tournament uh, next week, the big tournament, sixty-eight team field. How many teams do you think are capable of reaching the final four, and how many can win it? Well, I, you know that's the question I used to ask when I had my own show, Matt. Uh-huh. And frankly, <laughs> I'm going to play the role of so many of my guests when I had one, and tell you that I love it when we don't have a dominant team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of people always felt like, and I think this was sort of an NBA perspective. Hey, I want to be able to hate that one team. I I miss Georgetown when they dominated. I miss Vegas when they dominated. I miss Duke when they dominated and so on. I, I love it when it's wide open. And I don't know that it's ever been more wide open. And I think it's going to be that way for a long time, Matt, uh, because of NIL and because um, of the way the coaches now are able to reconstruct so many teams. I mean, we were talking about Ed Cooley earlier. Think about it. He, he has seven new guys on that team. Seven. Uh, was picked to finish ninth in his league. And, you know, they, they almost won as many games um, uh, at home this year as they did last. And they won the, the Big East outright last year. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I think that as many as 30 teams, 30, uh, could make it to the Final Four. And, and legitimately could make it to the Final Four based on the matchups they get on the draw. You know, so when Selection Sunday takes place, don't be thinking about the numeral next to the name. Be thinking about who's on the line to play them, okay, on that line. 
How good is that 11 seed that you're playing as a six seed? How good is that 14 seed that you're playing as a three? I'll give you a great example. In my home state, Bob Marlin, 64-year-old coach, his job was on the line this time a year ago. And the Raging Cajuns won the, the Sun Belt this year. The Sun Belt's a very athletic league. Now, they're going to be, that's a one-bid league. You know, they're, they're going to be a 14 or a 15, mm-hmm. okay? That's a dangerous team to play, okay, uh, when you're sitting on the three line or the two line. Uh, so you got to take that into account when you're looking at these matchups. But of those 30 teams that I'm telling you could go to the Final Four, half that many could win the whole thing. They're that good. They're good enough to win it. I could, I could name four teams in the Big 12, four teams in the Big 10, four teams in the Big East right there. Okay, right there. Okay, we're talking 12. And I haven't even gotten into some uh, – UCLA, in my opinion, is, is you know, one of my favorites to win the championship. And they're in a league that's only going to get a couple of teams in. Right. Arizona finished second to them. Is that team capable of getting on a run and winning the whole thing? Sure they are. I don't think that they play as well defensively. Therefore, against certain teams, they, they, they're in a more uh, vulnerable position than maybe UCLA would be because Mick Cronin's team has a defense that travels well. But we haven't even gotten into those teams. And, hell, I haven't even mentioned Gonzaga yet. This is a year when Mark Few's team is probably all right, going to be considered, once they get to the second weekend, an underdog. And uh, because of the way they played, the way the season wound up for them. But the best thing that could happen to them is getting away from teams like St. Mary's in their own league. So uh, they could play with freedom and and really have an incredible year. And uh, nobody's better in uh, this tournament coming up than Drew Timmy has been. Uh, So it's limitless how many teams could get on a run and, uh, and be a difference maker. Think about Kansas State. When you start talking about Kansas, let's, let's talk about Kansas State as a dangerous team this year. I mean, it's just one after the other after the other. So I, I don't think that it's overstepping my bounds by saying as many as 15 teams could win the whole thing. Yeah, I don't think it's just a cliche to say it's wide open. I truly believe that too, Tim, and I like UCLA as well. Um, we'll be watching and listening uh, the Big East tournament tomorrow, and I know Wes Reynolds is going to be up early watching you on Fox and Friends. Right, Wes? Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> hey, Tim, thanks a lot. Appreciate the time tonight. Have a great week. You got it. I'm on the car wash tour of Fox. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be well, fellas. Okay. Thank bye. you, Timmy. Timmy you B. Bet. Tim Brando, Fox Sports. Great to have him on tonight. Wes, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is a place to be. You can run up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing the exclusive Bet Rivers Squares. This basketball season, place a qualifying bet, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Again, BetRivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. So Timmy B likes St. John's tomorrow. He likes Villanova to make a run to win the tournament. And he's saying, look, under the total in a lot of these Big East tournament games. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree because it's been overs, overs, overs pretty much all season. Really good clip, but you're seeing these games as you get down to this low possessions. All right, we will update you on Gonzaga and Oral Roberts. Games in progress when we come back. Stay tuned.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Always great to have Tim Brando on the show, and uh, it's going to be a good Big East tournament. and. 
New York that tips off in the morning. Where did you say you first saw Tim Brando? Well, I remember. Well, obviously he was on ESPN in the '80s, but he used to do those SEC games on Jefferson Pilot with Joe Dean Jr., Larry Conley. Oh yeah. So used to do a lot of those games. Of course, Timmy B. based down there in Louisiana. So uh, uh, very well adept at the SEC. Always uh, been an advocate for Dale Brown uh, oh, down major there. Major advocate LSU. for Dale Brown, no doubt. My 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 coach at my alma mater wasn't always an advocate for Dale Brown, I must say. <laughs> coach right. Knight. Bob Knight had some great <laughs> quotes in his time. I think one of them was uh, when uh, Hoosiers trailed LSU big in a tournament game. You recall this? I think Indiana trailed LSU by like 15, 20 points in a tournament game. And Knight said he looked down at the other bench and he saw Dale Brown and he said, I knew we still had a chance. I think it was at the huh? 81. I think that might have been the 81 Final Four. I looked down, I saw Dale Brown, I knew we still had a chance. And this is something like that. And then, yeah, yeah, he did. And then they met again in Cincinnati. I think it was in the regional final. LSU was got like a double digit seed. Indiana, that was the year they won it in 87. And they had to play uh, uh, LSU in the regional final or the Sweet 16. I can't remember which one, but uh, LSU gave them a hell of a game, too. Indiana had to survive a scare, but eventually went on and won a national title. And great, the rest is history. Great moments in Wes Reynolds' history. Yes. There, there aren't many. That's a very short book, Matt. Uh, I, I think Bob Knight liked to pick on Dale Brown and Lou Henson. Those were two of his favorite punching bags. Right? <laughs> I, I like to pick on a lot of people. I know, but those were those were two of his. <laughs> as far as coaching adversaries, as far as punching bags, who, who else did Bob Knight really dislike? Well, well him and Bill Frieder got kind of sideways okay. once, because Bob Knight and Johnny Orr were good buddies at Michigan. He's actually friends of Frieder when Frieder is an assistant. And then maybe Frieder started getting more uh, better recruits and. Uh, uh, doing some different things to get said recruits and then started beating Indiana at least their fair share of the time. And Coach Knight didn't like that. Right. All right, update here. College Hoops tonight. Gonzaga just built a 15-point lead in the first half against St. Mary's in the West Coast Conference Championship here in Vegas. And St. Mary's knocked down a three right before a timeout. So it's 31-19 to Zags. Largest lead by the Zags, who have not trailed in this game, is 16 points. So, coasting right now, Wes. Can the, can the Gales find a way to tighten up this game in the second half? Gonzaga closed a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, we shall see, because the Gales, I do think, have their pace here. Only 50 points with 241 left to go. But Gonzaga, look, at, they, they've made the adjustments. And, they, you know, they're having to play this slow tempo. And, boy, they're proven that they can do that, that – and that's what I think Gonzaga needs to do and what Timmy B was saying, that they might be an underdog if, if they make the second weekend everything draw-dependent. Gonzaga, I think, kind of showing here that maybe they don't have to be, you know, a tempo-dependent team, mm-hmm. you know, because they're a team that's one of the one of the quicker-tempo teams in the country, always are, but can they win, you know, really tight defensive games with low possessions and – Certainly are right now, 33 to 19. Timmy with 12, Julian Strother with eight. So, you know, Gonzaga is not going to be one of the trendy picks, I think, Matt, when everybody's looking at, okay, who's going to win it all? Who's going to win it all? Maybe their demise uh, is premature. Maybe maybe they're still a pretty darn good team, even oh, though, you good. know, they have kind of looked. They're going to have to get a good draw. They've looked, flawed. they've looked flawed, though. I mean, this isn't yeah. an overwhelming team. They don't have Chet Holmgren. They don't, you know, I don't think their guards are as good as Andrew Nemhard certainly was, and Suggs and, and those guys. And they don't really have those dead-eye three-point shooters like no. they used to have with Dan Dickow and Blake Stepp and those guys. But, 
they get a good draw. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, I think this is a program that has now risen to a certain level that, you know, you kind of have you kind of have to respect it. It's like if they get beat in the second round, it's a disappointment. Since February 1st, Gonzaga ranks number one in college basketball in adjusted offensive efficiency. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking about this this morning with Mitch and Paul. I think the Zags just have a lot more ways they can beat you than St. Mary's does. And uh, I think this Gales team is just too limited offensively, Wes. And I've said this many times. That's why I'm not as high on this team as a lot of people are. Randy Bennett's a hell of a coach. When your team is this limited offensively and you got a young guard like Aiden Mahaney, who's basically your team leader, uh, you, you've got some shortcomings. And I, I never believed the St. Mary's team's top 10. It's been mm-hmm. seven in the Ken Palm ratings, yeah. top 10 in the net. Uh, no, that's well, not happening. Well, I mean, look, they can control the tempo against a lot of the teams in their conference. But You're not going to be able to do that when you face teams with better no, athletes. No, that, that's, what, that's what worries you about this team. And they're always, I think, you know – See, you know, they're always a team that I think the Ken Palm kind of, you know, maybe slightly overvalues because a lot of their defense and a lot of these good metrics are very much tempo dependent. Like St. Mary's right now, I think would probably be on the five line. Mm-hmm. I don't know if losing to Gonzaga is really going to drop them. No, but, I don't think so. But they might get a 12 seed in the first round, and one of those 12 seeds they might get, Matt, is Oral Roberts. Dangerous. And automat who is going Roberts to be the automat. I know. I hate to say that because then they're going to be trendy and then they're going to get their ass beat. Uh, That's what always seems to happen, you know. Well, hopefully not too trendy. Yeah, you don't want to be on the uh, popular yeah. underdog, the twelve seeds. But, Everybody's looking for those twelve five upsets now, so it's um, it's no longer. But a Oral secret. Roberts, it, yeah. you know, for a team out of the Summit League to be a twelve seed, I, I think that's what South Dakota State though was last year. Oral Roberts all over North Dakota State, fifty one to twenty. Yeah, you don't need a pencil. You can go ahead and take pen yeah. and put Oral Roberts. In the tournament because this was uh, over. Who was it? The Tommies last night. St. Thomas that kind of played them very close. I think Oral Roberts only won by six, but Oral Roberts could be that 12 seed if St. Mary's on that five line. And then then we're going to get Allen Boston like, yeah, they put the mid-major against the mid-major again. Don't don't even mention him on the show. I can't (laughs) take it. Come on. Guy complains about everything. Uh, One of the most intriguing players in college basketball, Vanover for Oral Roberts. Mm Mm-hmm. Former Arkansas uh, center. I, I think he was at Cal first, and then he was at Arkansas. He's from Little Rock. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and, and they can Seven run. Seven foot and, five, and mm-hmm. he can shoot the three. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, of course, Max Abmus, who we remember. Uh, remember, it was him and Kevin O'Banner who ends up at Texas Tech that knocked out Chris Holtman in Ohio State a couple years ago, a 15 over Ohio a two. State, Ohio State was a Big Ten tournament champ. Mm-hmm. A 17-point favorite against Oral Roberts. He got beat in the first round. Yeah. And that was a popular pick, by the way, on this network. A lot of us had Oral Roberts plus the points in that game against Ohio mm-hmm. State. Mm-hmm. So all the popular dogs don't always go down, Wes. That was Oral right. Roberts was very popular and, two years ago. 51-20 to 20 at half, Oral Roberts leads North Dakota State. And Oral Roberts closed a 10.5-point favorite. And that's what's crazy about the NCAA tournament now, Matt. Remember... Remember, like maybe in the in the '90s and whatnot, when you would have 35 point favorites in the oh, men's yeah, draw, sure. and they would cover. You don't have that anymore, and it was well before UMBC knocked out Virginia mm-hmm. in a 16 over one. You just don't have these, you know. Hey, we lay 25 with Duke or whoever the number one seed is. Now you still have it in the women's draw. Like South Carolina will be favored by 50. Oh. In their one sixteen game, so you still have that there. But you used to have these all the times in the men's draw. But it shows you the market's more efficient. 
there are more, you know, there's more competitive balance because there's more schools, 363. And, you know, with the transfer portal and the early entry for the NBA draft, the gap is still big, but it's more narrow. That's the key to it all, Wes. You finally hit on the key point because everybody in our business, everybody talks about, well, you know, the spreads are tighter. The odds makers doing a better job. The public's smartening up. You know what the key is? You don't have the veteran players in college mm-hmm. basketball that you used to have. So these top teams, a lot of times, are led by one-and-done type of players, young players, and the top teams are not as dominant, not as good as they used to be, and the bottom teams in the bracket are better than they used to be. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a mostly truth to that. There's a little bit of truth to everything, I right. think, the fact that... But the top know, teams, are not. they don't have yeah. the veteran players like you used to have. I, I really think the players leaving early hurts college that, basketball. It also hurts the NBA. That's the one thing that I think that's been good about the portal. To be honest with you, oh, is sure. the fact that well, you know you get guys like Trace Jackson Davis staying an extra year. Yeah, but you also get guys who get good at uh, at a say, small at school a small and then school, they screw the small they school. The small school, yeah. screw them over and go somewhere else. I remember uh, there there was a kid I think uh, at uh, he was at Drexel when Bruiser Flint was the coach, uh-huh. uh, and then transferred to Louisville. You know, it's like. If you're a Drexel, you can't just go get another kid like that. You just can't recruit a kid and develop him. You know, with the portal, it's like, okay, you know, we can do this. And now it's even, you know, the have mores or the have the most in college basketball. Like when you got Kentucky and Duke using the portal, look at Northwestern this year. They get both their big guys taken away, one by Carolina, one by Duke. And the Purple Cat's going to be the two seed in the Big Ten tournament, probably looking at like a six or a seven. You know what? That's why I don't have a problem at all with Chris Collins being the Big Ten coach of the he year. He absolutely he should lost, have been. He had a player robbed by Carolina, a player robbed by Duke, and he finishes as the number two seed. Mm-hmm. And he beat Purdue, and he swept Indiana. Yeah. So don't don't talk to me about Matt Painter and the three-game margin. Chris Collins is Big Ten coach of the year. No, he absolutely he is. I mean, that team yeah. went 12-8. and eight. In the Big Ten. And now, this is Come a on. Northwestern team, by the way. They're not just, like, happy to be in the tournament. Right. They're expecting them now to win a game or two of course. in the NCAA tournament. Hey, when you're the number two seed in the Big Ten, you're not going into the uh, tournament as an underdog unless you draw a bad matchup in the first round. All right, we're going to talk with uh, Ryan Hyatt, radio host in Lubbock, Texas. What's going on with Texas Tech? And take a look at the Big 12 tournament next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com.
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.